It's episode 429. Holy moly. Already. 429 resonates with me because it's the address of Sonnet Hill, 429 <gasps> Meridian Avenue, San Jose. Of course it would then. Yeah, yeah. I see that all day long. <laughs> <laughs> and it's Saturday, the uh, 5th of March. Yeah, it's a it's a little, it's a gray Saturday here. Yeah. But, you know, it's welcomed. You know, but we're not freezing our ass off. I looked at where I was about to move a couple of years ago. Uh-huh. What's up, Bedford, New Hampshire? Is it just white over there? I don't know that it's or white, but it's 26 cold. degrees at noon, so that's not good. <laughs> that that stings a little. Yes, it does. That stings a little. Here I'm complaining about a little gray sky and a mild wind. Yeah, and I'm chilling over here in shorts. And I'm <laughs> flip-flopping it. There's there's no problems here. Well, let's get started. It's Saturday creating remarkable memories on this 429 episode. Yes, this has the possibility of going off the rails, so I'm going to try to keep it to our time limit. So, jump in, Michelle. I will lasso you if I have to and hog tie you. <laughs> Sounds actually kind of good. <laughs> <laughs> our gift of the day, being Bill. Yeah. Isn't it funny how a single experience can be recalled differently by each person who experienced it? Uh, yes. It's mind-boggling. Sliding doors. Yep. Yin-yang. Yeah, it, it's just, it's it's amazing phenomenon. And I'm going to drill down on this so heavily today. There, there obviously have been so many studies that support this and have been dedicated to recall and the reliability of the memory. And much of it is tied to expectation, frame of reference, emotion, and bias. And I later use the analogy of uh, cameras. It also depends on like what role you play in this person's life. Exactly. What this person means to you. Precisely, precisely. And in some cases, two or more people can have completely conflicting memories of the very same stimuli. And, and they're both, they're all correct. See, that, that's, the, that's the fascinating thing about it. Yeah. And isn't this why like police lineups are so unreliable? Yes. Th- and this has always fascinated the hell out of me because what it means is that no one can be absolutely accurate about recall since our brains record with bias and influence. And mm-hmm. this could not be coming more into focus for me as I complete my work, my, my book, my contribution to a book that I'm writing with a collaboration of several other contributors. And these are the folks that all rallied behind our good friend, Merv. Ah, Merv. And cleverly, my chapter is entitled Being Bill. I like it. Because if you recall in his psychotic state. He called you, he thought you were Bill. He was committed to that belief. And so were you. Yes, absolutely. Him. I had to be. I had to be. So that, that starts our story. And I, and I ask the question, who's really to say what happened on that collective journey? Mm-hmm. I have my perspective. I have notes. I have video. I have photos. I have audio sound bites. Jasmine has her notes, her recollections, her charting. The family has their splintered thoughts through all the chaos and the trauma that they were suffering. Mm-hmm. And as I started to review each of the submissions that will combine to make a one-of-a-kind work of art, in my opinion, it's clear that while the general gist of the story jibes, not all of the details do. Yeah. Fascinating. Yes. It's the same story told from multiple perspectives, and it's like an array of cameras. 
cameras at different angles, different lenses, different filters, shooting the same subject for a film. I love that analogy. It took me a while, but when I hatched that, I thought, I've got something here. It's good. And at times, with different certain vantage points, it almost feels like you're watching a different movie altogether. Mm. My perspective was steeped in the level of risk that I knew I was undertaking, uh, the determination not to fail this this man and his his family unit, while at the same time trying to reach him at his level, which at times was just nearly impossible, to find his unmet needs, to meet those needs, to rally my team who were a little bit doubtful and having fear, while all the while supporting the family. Which can sometimes lead to like blinders on, like you you have blinders on to everything else. That's a great point, Michelle. I was blind to all else. And the gift that I'm getting is that all else is what's coming from the other contributors. Mm. So I recount my time as Bill, <laughs> Merv's only reliable friend and confidant, the only one he trusted at all times. And getting into his reality was survival for the both of us. I couldn't deviate from my role or I would risk losing his trust. And trust in that situation is everything. Yes, it is. What a hard role. Absolutely. Although it was kind of fun at the same time I got to escape who I am, right? Yes, you had a blast <laughs> doing it. At that point, I, I was some sort of confidant who was elbow to elbow with him in Malawi in, in, in Africa. Mm -hmm. And we were in battle together to some degree. I don't know if it was metaphorically or whatever. So my recollections are clear through Bill's eyes. And now seeing the other contributors' submissions, which are also just as clear to them, brings to light the things that I couldn't see with my tunnel vision. So being Bill was the biggest gift of my career on so many levels, which will all come out in the book, of course. And this gift was one of the quite unexpected ones. And, and the gift of seeing that I am completely mortal and that I'm not nearly as observant as I th once thought I was. Hmm. Moreover, Michelle, it allows me to give the benefit of the doubt to others and understand that humans have a very limited capacity to absorb and recall experiences from all possible perspectives. And that there's possibility to have very opposing viewpoints from the same stimuli, but get this shit. When it comes to remarkable memories, have you considered that your camera's lens may not be the same lens, nor are you shooting from the same angle the others are shooting from that same scene? So, Well, yeah, because it's like everyone's a different director. Right. Right. With all their different flair and all their all what they're looking for, right? Mm -hmm. So then it leads me to, to ask, have you considered that in a relationship, perhaps your lenses are not calibrated with each other? Mm -hmm. This leaves a lot of room for friction when you don't see lens to lens. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. And yes. That, and this is another thing. Perhaps the non-calibrated lenses are complementary and blissful. Or the flip side, maybe, and this has been my experience personally, the different lenses are incompatible and never will be. Ooh. I am just tingling wow. over how powerful this message is to me. And yet another reason to be grateful on this day dedicated to creating remarkable memories 
to my good pal Merv. Mm-hmm. And this is coming from his best buddy, Bill. Bill. The question I have for the audience today is, have you ever come away with a completely different perspective from a shared experience? And are you open to different perspectives or are you just incompatible? And if you haven't contemplated it, Michelle, you and I can fix that. There goes the homework bell. Michelle, what do you have for our audience today? Yeah, you know, we've talked about it so much. We love to recall, recap the end of the day. That has nothing to do with the homework, but I just had to insert yes. it. It's like, that's the power of recall, of the just hearing everyone's different perspective. And I think we would all be better humans when we work on taking that different perspective so our homework today is to have a debate with someone close to you and taking the pro and then the cons on certain subjects that are that are new, silly or serious and then you get inside the head of another and mm. you you build on this skill. You 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 grow this muscle taking different perspectives whether you believe it or not. You have to take the flip side and then you move on to tougher issues and perhaps you can move on to the unresolved rifts in your life. So again, it's a muscle we could all benefit from making stronger. I agree. And that's a great, I, I see a workshop, a fun shop in the making here using that as an exercise, but also another exercise might be to flash a number of still photos up just for maybe 10 seconds for people to examine and then have them write down what they saw and then compare notes and see who saw what and or the next level as we graduate up the ladder in terms of trying to get as much from our our students as possible how did it make you feel because at the end of the day just like the maya angelou quote it's not what you said it's how you made them feel it's not what you saw, it's how it made you feel in that context. And I think I told you that there was an experience that I had that was very eye-opening and terrifying. And quite frankly, now I understand it at the most basest level, thanks to Merv, when I had a former partner who walked around the house and pointed at each photo in the room and recalled the negative event that happened that day. Right. This is the same person that charted and kept a logbook of all the negative things that had happened in the relationship, her filter, her lens, couldn't have been more polar opposite than mine. And she had that filter. I've got the rose-colored filter. (laughs) She needed a little Windex. She needed a whole new filter, my friend. (laughs) (laughs) An updated lens. Yeah, everything was seen through shit-colored glasses instead of rose-colored glasses. It's Mm -hmm. like, where can I find the negative thing in this? And then I might forget it, so I have to document it. That is a tortured existence, my friend. It is. That's precisely what it is. Right. And, and to use one of our favorite words, it's repellent. It's absolutely repellent. Is it any, any surprise that she has a very minimal amount of people that would call her friend and failed yeah. relationship after failed relationship? This is, this is the secondary part of the homework that I think most people need to really look at. Take your lens off for a minute. See if it, how clear it is to you. And if you've got a filter that doesn't belong or it's making you less excited to be on this planet, maybe change that filter. And you need to be honest with yourself first, though, because that, that person, that typical person that's got that shit filter is going to go, no, I don't. 
The immediate response is, no, I don't. Yes. You do. You do. You do. You do. You do. You know what helps clean that lens? Ooh, and I'm going to do this today as soon as the clouds clear. Yes, the wind is perfect. Get out there and fly that kite. Yaku key. Game of the day.